coming to you from stolen equipment and broadcasting from a pirated signal located somewhere in Southern California. This is the Danger Hour Podcast. Oh my God. Danger Hours back. I am once again your fancy pants host, Jamesy Pooh, and I am once again sitting alone in a dark room while the world outside is alive and well. I'm sitting here in the darkness under a shroud of mystery. No, you're, no, you're not, James. Yeah, you're right. I'm under a hoodie and a robe because it is chilly. Well, then why don't you turn on the heater, James? Uh, no, that's not necessary. Why? Because you're a tight ass? Um... My ass has gotten a little flabby, but I assure you that my butthole is rather tight. Oh my God, James. When I said tight ass, I mean that you don't want to spend money. Not that your butthole is literally tight, James. I mean, but <laughs> we can talk about that now. No, 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 no. See, now you made it creepy. I was all, I was all about it. I was <laughs> willing to talk about my tight butthole, but you blew it. Blew your butthole, James? Oh God. All right. Moving right along. Uh, no, I don't want to turn the heat on. It's not because I'm a tight ass. <clears throat> Go on, James. Yeah. Uh, no, it's because I'm in the illustrious Studio 505. And do I want to heat up the whole house just because I'm a little chilly in this small room? That doesn't make any sense. It's not logical. So I am resulting in the Mexican way. Do not ever turn the heat on. Just put on many, many layers. That's right. That's what the Mexicans do. And me being a hybrid, I got Mexican in me. So uh, that's the way I'm going. But James, you're also half white. And whites, as we all know, spend money on their comfort. They want to be comfortable, James. So in this situation, if you have to choose between your Mexican and your white side, and you go with the Mexican side, James, when you can very well go with the white side and turn on the heat and be comfortable, by that logic, you're a tight ass, James. Oh, man. All right. Well, I suppose one can come to that conclusion. But I'm also a father. And once you turn into a father, the switch gets flipped. And uh, all of a sudden, you're walking through the house, turning off lights and yelling at people. That's just the way it goes. Because uh, if it don't make dollars, then it don't make sense. <laughs> no, I mean, come on. When you're paying the bills, then it's a different story, right? Hey, why is your, why is your light on in your room and you're not in there? Oh, I, I was in there, but I came out to do something and I was going to go back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you leave your room, turn the light off. <sighs> oh, fine. God, all right. No, no, no. I don't want to hear that. When you leave the room, you turn the lights off, okay? Do not waste electricity. When you're an adult and you got to pay the bill, then you're going to understand, all right? When it comes down to you paying money, then you're going to be like, oh, that angry bastard, I understand him now. (laughs) Wow, James. I think you need to talk to someone. I am talking to someone. I'm talking to you and all the listeners. You think I'm going to pay some asshole so I can lay on his couch and bitch and moan about all the things that bother me? Of course not, James. We've established that you're a tight ass. Ah, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Of course not. Like I said in the past, I sit in front of the microphone and I spout off my bullshit and all my negative energy goes on to you, the listener. And now it's your problem. You got to deal with it. You're welcome. Now, anyway, 
uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat something I mentioned on uh, Peterson's podcast. I was a recent guest on the Bed Files. Find that wherever podcasts are located. Anyway, I told them uh, the same information. So uh, let's let's just say that you have a forced air unit in your house, central heating. Let's just say that that unit is about a hundred thousand BTUs. Now this is just a rough estimation, but if you have a 100,000 BTU forced air unit, central heating, then you will be roughly paying about a dollar an hour while that appliance is in use. And that's not counting electricity, that's just counting the gas. So, I know it doesn't sound like much. It's like, oh, it's just a dollar an hour, you fucking asshole. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. But let's just say it's super cold one month, and you're running your heat uh, quite often. Let's just say you do eight hours a day, okay? Eight hours a day out of 24 hours. Eight hours, just a third of your whole day. So that's about $8 times 30 days in a month, your bill cycle. That's $240 just for that one appliance. It's not counting your water heater. It's not counting you cooking. It's not counting your dryer, all right? And that's just a little bit of perspective for my brand new segment, Daddy Danger. Oh my God, James. That sounds horribly sexy. Oh boy. No, no, no. It's not. It's because I'm a dad and I'm giving advice. And this is the danger hour. So Daddy Danger. James, the more you say it, the more it's working for me. Okay, forget it. Maybe I won't even do that new segment. Then. Forget it. Jesus fucking. Why do you? <sighs> anyway, speaking of dads, I'm uh. I'm going to speak about my father briefly because uh, I'm reminded of something while I'm drinking this coffee. <clears throat> Hold on. <sighs> black coffee from a black mug on this blackest of days. Uh, no, not really. So this coffee reminds me of my father and I, I will get to why. But first, let me preface this by saying that I, was, uh, I called him the other day. I was at work. And it was a little bit of downtime. So I'm like, oh, I'll call the old man. I call him up. Hey, what's going on? And this was on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And this was the like, football games were on. And uh, growing up my whole life, if a football game was on and you're trying to talk to your fa- my, my father, not yours, he is so distracted, he's not really paying attention. And then he'll kind of like repeat the last word you said to him just... <laughs> <laughs> so he can try to he can try to convince you that he's actually listening. And I would always call him too, call him on it. And perhaps it's my fault for wanting a relationship with my father. Uh, but perhaps I should have known better. Hey, like, hey, he's watching something. Maybe I shouldn't talk to him right now. Maybe I should wait till a, till a commercial. But you know, I'm a kid and I got no patience for that. Or maybe he should have realized. This is precious time with my son. Why am I wasting my time watching this football game, which means nothing? Oh my God, James. Someone has daddy issues. Perhaps you should consult someone on a couch, James. Hmm? <laughs> <sighs> no, I've turned out all right. Okay, sure, James. While you're sitting alone in a dark room, having a conversation with someone that isn't even there, James. What are you implying? Nothing. I'm not going to sit here and be psychoanalyzed. I mean, you ask all my friends and family, and they'll tell you that I'm normal, and I'm a swell guy. You ask them. You go ahead. <clears throat> Moving right along. 
So I'm talking to the old man. He's like, hey, so uh, what's going on? What's what you been up to? And so I'll just create like a little scenario. So it's something like this. Like, oh yeah, yesterday uh, I took the family on a hike. Um, I decided that this summer I want to I want to take a trip. And I think we should be in good shape for that because uh, I want to do a lot of walking around. It's going to be mountains and stuff. So I decided that we should, you know, get back into it. And so we, we did our first hike yesterday. And I think it went pretty well. <laughs> and it's like, uh, hike, huh? So, wh- where'd you go? <laughs> and it's just, and then I would be like, hey, hey, focus. Uh, well, yeah, I'm listening. I'm like, no, you're not. You're watching the game and you're not paying attention. Should I, should I talk to you later? No, hey, take it easy. All right? I'm listening. Yeah. I'm just on the internet. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for recipes. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> for recipes for what? Yeah, I'm gonna make a uh, chicken parmesan. You, I, you like that? And I go, well, I can't eat it, you know, because I'm lactose intolerant. And he goes, ah, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh. And then I go, and also, like I told you recently, that I also can't eat bread anymore. What are you? What? You can't eat bread? Shit. No, I told you this already. Ah. Oh. Uh, you can't eat bread. I'm like, nope, no breads, no pastas, uh, none of that crap. Oh, shit, you're going to stay thin your whole life. You can't eat anything. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and I said, hey, I hope you know this is your fault. What do you mean it's my fault? I'm like, yeah, all these issues that I have where I can't have gluten and I can't have dairy. I mean, that was the best sperm you could offer. Yeah, it was one of my finest loads. I'm like, ah. And then I said, wait a minute. That When you had me, you were still smoking a lot, huh? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I was smoking. I'm like, yeah, this wasn't your prime. Yeah, it was my prime. Was, <laughs> I'm like, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. That wasn't the optimum load you could have blown. <sighs> anyway, now, tying, looping back around to why the coffee reminds me of my father, so. A uh, long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. No, a long time ago, I was 19 years old. 19 or 20. That's 18 years ago. Shit, dude. And uh, my parents' 25th wedding anniversary was coming up. So I decided that I wanted to do something a little special for them. And like a moron, I booked them a flight and resort for Maui for a week. James, why why are you a moron for doing that? That sounds like a nice thing, James. Because I had never gone anywhere at this point. I had never taken a trip anywhere. Like I've mentioned in previous shows, my parents, we never went anywhere, dude. We never took vacations. We would only go to Bakersfield to see my aunt. That's it. We wouldn't do shit. We went to Frisco once. And so, I what? Now, now that I'm old enough to save my own money and go on my own trips. That's what I do. I book my parents a trip to Maui before I can go anywhere. Why would I reward them for my lifetime of not going anywhere? Oh my God, James, you sound like such an asshole. All right, well, yeah, you may be right. So that's what I did. I, uh, I sent them to Maui and I presented it to them in, in uh, I think on Christmas. That was, yeah, that was their present. <laughs> what a dick, huh? Here's your Christmas present. It's a trip to Maui for your anniversary in the summertime. <laughs> so they had plenty of time to prepare 
to get the time off of work and blah, 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 whatever. And that's the day I realized that my father was deathly afraid of flying because when they opened the gift, my dad was like, he was looking kind of weird. And I go, hey, what's your problem? I go, you're not happy? And he go, my mom goes, he's, he's scared of flying. I'm like, ah, uh, really? Yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm scared of flying. I'm like, ah, uh, how do you know? You've never flown anywhere before. That's why. <laughs> and so anyway, they wound up going and they had a great fucking time. It was like my mom's dream to go to Hawaii. And so I got to do that for them. And so anyway, while after they come back, they actually both wound up enjoying it. But here's the deal. Like, you know, my dad's like, yeah, you know, we had a great time. But um, your mom, she was she wants to go and do all these things and see things. And, I, you know, I just wanted to relax by the water and, and just do nothing. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm on vacation. I'm like, well, yeah, you still want to go look at the place, see things. Yeah, well, I mean, she had things planned all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he tells me, uh, yeah, so one time we, we went up to this restaurant in this little, this, this nice little town, and there's a shop, and it was, it's called Badass Coffee. And I was like, oh, that's a pretty good name. That's, I like that. And so I'm like, hey, how was the coffee? I didn't go in. I didn't try it. I'm like, <laughs> why not? Yeah, we, did, we just didn't go in. I'm like, all right. So anyways, fast forward years into the future. I'm finally going to Maui myself, taking the family, my family. And he goes, hey, when you're there, go to Badass Coffee. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah, try it out and tell me, tell me how it is. I'm like, okay. So there we are. We're in Maui. We're in the little town. I see Badass Coffee. So you know what? I'm going to get the old man some coffee. Because, you know, he went up here and he blew his opportunity. So I'm going to bring some to him. A little taste of Maui back to him, right? So I get him these uh, this bag of of beans to grind up and make his own coffee. And I get him also some chocolate-covered espresso beans. Now, look, this shit is not cheap. I bring it back to him like, hey, I brought you something. Oh, yeah? Like, here you go. He opens it back. Oh, shit, badass coffee. All right, thanks. He's all excited. I'm like, why don't don't you make some? You know, try some out. He grinds up the beans. He makes a pot. He drink. He takes a. He takes a sip out of the of the mug, and he kind of makes a face. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. <laughs> no good. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not what I'm used to. It's different. It's all. It's all right. Yeah. I was like, are you? I'm like, really? I go. It's all right if you don't like it. No, no, it's fine. Now look, my dad is basic ass bitch. He drinks fucking Folgers. Folgers out of a little that, that tub, right? Nothing fancy about him at all. He's a burger, pizza, Bud Light kind of guy. You will never see my father having some sushi or drinking wine in a restaurant. That's never going to happen. And so, wh- how foolish of me! I know this about him. How foolish of me to think he would like this gourmet coffee, right? And so uh, I go, look, I go, it's fine if you don't like it. You know, you tried it, whatever. You know, if you don't want it, I'll take it because this was pretty pricey. Oh, no, no, no. I'll drink it. Yeah, I'll drink it. I'm like, all right. He's like, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much. And so I'm not fucking around, dude. 
recently, oh, it was Thanksgiving when I went to go visit. But it was actually the day after Thanksgiving because uh, they had their power was out. You know the whole story. So I was like, hey, uh, can I get a, can I have some coffee? And then he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, what do you want? You want uh, you want the finest? I know you like that fancy stuff. So uh, you you want my Folgers? I'm like, well, what else you got? Oh, I still got some of that Coda coffee you brought me. Like you do, and it's the same fucking amount of beans in that bag as when I fucking gave it to him and he opened it. It's been years. <laughs> And I'm like, you never drank it? And he goes, ah, well, I don't really, I tried it again. I don't really care for it. I'm like, oh. All right. He goes, well, if you want, you can take it with you. I'm like, yeah, now that it's probably no good. Uh, and so, um, long story longer. Uh, so, he actually wound up grinding it up for me that night and making me some. And I go, well, I guess it's still good. It smelled a little off, but uh, it still tastes okay. So he's like, yeah, take, take it with you. I'm like, yeah, all right. And so now that's what I'm drinking right now because I'm out of my fancy bullshit for my uh, Nespresso machine. I'm all out. So I had to bust out the, uh, the years old Kona coffee <laughs> that I gave to the old man, which he in turn gave back to me. So cheers. I brewed some last night, and uh, it's pretty strong. As strong as my my dad's love for Folgers. <laughs> All right. Uh, look, I know that was a long way to go to sum up that story, but uh, as my buddy uh, Josh used to tell me, with me, it's not about the uh, destination. It's about the journey. All right. So uh, another important man in my life <clears throat> is uh, my dog, Jack. That's right, Jackie boy. Uh, the reason I bring him up is because yesterday was his birthday. That's right. He's one year old. Aww. Isn't that nice? And as a one-year-old, he is about to be a father. That's right. <laughs> Jackie boy, he did it. He did it. I'll be honest with you. We weren't sure that he had it in him, but uh, you know, he surprised all of us. We knew that they locked together and that... Uh, and that he got the business done, but we weren't sure if it actually would take. We don't know how potent his seed was. We didn't know if he was lame, as my Nazi neighbor used to say in referencing to his own son. That's right. He definitely used to say that. He used to go, you know, he came, he would come over sometimes, and uh, the Nazi neighbor, that is, this old German man. Now, look, if you're a longtime listener, you know all about the Nazi neighbor. But uh, if you're relatively newer, I, in fact, had a neighbor that was a Nazi. He was in... World War II on the German side. He was a Nazi youth, and then he was my neighbor. Thus, the Nazi neighbor. He has since passed many years ago, but he would reference his son being uh, being lame. <laughs> yeah, I don't have any grandkids because my, my son, I think he's lame. He wasn't very happy with his lame son not producing offspring. Shit, he might be gay. But, uh, you know, who knows? But when it comes to my little Jackie boy, he is definitely not lame because he did the deed and he planted the seed. And now that seed is robustly growing within the womb of my little black Dahlia, who actually, in fact, is not black Dahlia anymore. She is now gunmetal Dahlia. For some reason, during her last litter, her first litter, 
She changed color from black to gunmetal. I don't know what's going on there. She looked like she went through, I don't know, was the stress of the labor too much for her? So she she went gray? I don't fucking know. But she's like a shiny like gunmetal now. She kind of looks cooler. Anyway, her, her, her tummy is growing and it's getting fucking hard and uh, she's looking pretty big. Last time she had three pups and it looks like she's going to going to turn some more out this time so look at that little jackie boy fucking killed it look at you man and uh speaking of him i took him on his first real hike the other day me and the boy went up through the hills around here locally and we took him with us and uh he fucking enjoyed himself but there's a bit of a problem he's he's not very socialized because of this whole pandemic horse shit and uh you know and because we don't really walk him too often so when he sees other dogs, he either gets really excited and wants to go up to them or he like gets, starts getting aggressive. And it's like, dude, come on, relax. So we'll be on the hiking trail and other dogs will come past and sometimes he'll like turn into a psycho or sometimes he'll just be like, because <laughs> he wants to go over there. Or sometimes he doesn't really, he doesn't really care. It's kind of weird. And the same goes for people. Sometimes he trips out and sometimes he doesn't. And at this one point, we climbed all the way to the top of the hill and we're, we're taking a breather. And then uh, these two dudes are walking towards us and Jack is going fucking nuts, like trying to get at them. I was like, dude, take it easy. And then uh, I go, ah, I'm like, yeah, he's just making a lot of noise. Like, I don't think he'll do anything. And he's like, oh, that dog is not intimidating at all. <laughs> I was like, gee, fuck, man. <laughs> he's like, he's pretty cute. He's a puppy, huh? I was like, yeah, yeah, he's still a pup. And he's like, oh, man, he's cute. And I'm thinking like, what? He's not tough at all? I thought he was a little bit tough looking. He's pretty solid. I mean, he's a miniature schnauzer, but uh, he's, a, he's 24 pounds. So uh, he's, he's a big miniature schnauzer. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I, you know, I, thought, I think he looks kind of tough. But according to this guy, he's not intimidating whatsoever. So anyhow, fast forward to uh, the hike with the wife. She goes, maybe we should, uh, instead of just keeping him away from all the dogs and, and, and making sure he stays away, maybe we should try to introduce him so he can be, get used to it. I'm like, yeah, that's a good idea. Like, so the next dog I see that looks calm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask if we can have them, in, have them meet each other. I'm like, okay. So shortly after, up the trail, we see this dude walking this big fucking uh, black lab who looks all mellow and shit and t- just walking real calm and casually. And the wife is up ahead. She's ahead of us. And I'm in the back and I'm walking Jack. And she's like, excuse me, would you mind if our dog's meet? Because our dog is not very social and, and he's new to this. And he's like, oh yeah, no problem. He's like, yeah, my dog is great with other dogs. And as soon as he says that, like I'm walking, catching up. And I notice, like when he says that, that his dog is a lab, but it's also uh, mixed with a pit. Like, oh fuck. And this dog is easily a hundred pounds. And so... I'm holding Jack's leash and I'm, I'm not giving too much slack because this dog is fucking big. And if anything happens, like I want to be able to yank him out if, if, you know, if shit hits the fan. And dude, sure enough, Jack, Jack goes up to it like the dog's face to sniff. And then my dog just goes, goes nuts. And the fucking dog goes from being calm and mellow to his teeth coming out right away. And it snaps at Jack's face and I yank him out of the way. And that dog's like on full attack mode. And my fucking dog is like a psycho. And I'm like, all right, come on, come on. And I'm pulling. I'm like, oh, my God. So we walk up the trail a bit. And she's like, I think it's because you were holding, you were having tension on his leash. I was like, what? Yeah, I think because he he sensed that there was tension so that 
it made him on it made him on edge. I'm like, I was like, well, I had tension on the leash in case I had to yank his ass back in case things went south like they did. Yeah, it went south because you were holding you were holding his leash time. I'm like, oh god. I was like, well, perhaps you're right. I just didn't want that other dog to rearrange his face because he was substantially bigger. So uh, to be to be determined, we'll see what happens. But anyway, you know what else this fucking asshole did, Jack? I went up and met. Uh, we had some friends that were at the park, a local park, and so I went to go hang out with them. And I took the dogs, and we first get there, they're hanging out in lawn chairs, and the dogs like barking at him. Like, all right, all right, just just say hi to everyone and calm down, and you can relax. And then he's cool. He's like, you know. He's sniffing everyone and he's wagging his tail and shit. He's totally fine. And then my buddy fucking, let's just call him, uh, I don't know, let's call him Art. My buddy Art's sitting in his chair after we say hi. And the fucking Jack goes up, lifts his leg, and pisses all over Art's fucking ankle. <laughs> and then I go, uh, I go, oh shit, he pissed on you. And he's like, what? And then his, his wife, let's just call her, I don't know, uh, let's call her Viv. She goes, you shouldn't have said anything. You wouldn't have noticed. <laughs> and I felt so fucking bad. But I also couldn't stop laughing because it was so fucking hilarious. But it's like, what the hell? He's never done that before. He's never pissed on anyone before. Now, I don't know what to, how to feel about this whole thing. I mean, so legally, I own my dog, Jack. He's my property. Now, if he pissed on art, I guess he's kind of claiming him as his own property. So by the Pythagorean theorem, do I now own my buddy Art? I think that's the way it works. Sorry, Art. I don't make the rules, but I do enforce them. All right. And now I think it's a great time to talk about shit. <laughs> all right. Talking shit is a segment in which I talk about shit. I know it's fascinating. Uh, all right. So... I don't know if this is true, but I really hope it is. There was this woman in China who was severely constipated. Oh, she was having the difficulties. But finally, she was able to poop. And afterwards, she lost her memory of the previous 10 years. She couldn't remember anything within that 10 years. And so her children became concerned and they took her to the hospital. And they told her what tell them what's going on. They did all the testing. They did the mental testing. They did the physical testing. And they determined that she was totally fine. And so they say it must have been uh, something really like associated with weightlifters when they black out and lose their consciousness from pushing or <laughs> from uh, trying to lift the weight so much. So she was pushing so fucking hard that she like temporarily blacked out. <laughs> And she strained so hard that she uh, essentially had amnesia and could not remember anything from the last 10 years. But apparently, her memory came back the following day. And then she was like, oh, now I remember everything. But can you imagine that? Imagine you're on the toilet. You're just, all you're trying to do is get your poops out because you got the constipation. And you finally get it out. And you're a little bit dizzy. Like, oh my, oh my, that took a lot out of me. Then you walk out of the bathroom. <laughs> you see a little nine-year-old kid you're like, who the fuck are you? Why are you in my house? Mommy, why? <laughs> oh, man, you can have so much fun with that, though, if you're the husband. You can be like, hey, so you don't remember our nine-year-old uh, son? I do not remember. James, why are you doing an Asian accent now? It just makes the story more entertaining. Fair enough, James. 
I do not remember. And he'd be like, oh, okay. What Do you remember our uh, our 11-year-old daughter? Oh, yes, I do. I remember her. Okay, so it seems like seems like you can't remember the last 10 years or so. So uh, hmm. let me inform you about what's going on. So within the last 10 years, you really love giving blowjobs. You can't get enough of them. Oh, really? I do? Yes, you do. Why don't we go in the bedroom right now and uh, uh, I'll remind you. Oh my God, James, that's so immature. Yeah, uh, there's more. Uh, hey, sweetie, don't forget, we had plans this Friday to go uh, down the road to the hot neighbor's house and have a threesome. Oh, really? I, I don't remember that at all. Oh, no, we definitely had those plans. And uh, you, you've definitely been very excited about it. I, I don't remember saying that, but if I said it, then I guess we must. Okay. You're a horrible person, James. Uh, well, you know, this is just, uh, this is all make-believe. I mean, what do you want from me? This is what potentially could happen. I don't make the rules. I just enforce them. All right. So uh, everyone out there, I hope this is a, teaches you a valuable lesson. To If you have constipation, do not push extremely hard because it could affect your memory. And also, it could make your spouse make you do terrible, sexy things. And this has been Talking Shit. <laughs> All right, speaking of uh, loving relationships, <clears throat> me and my wife, uh, I, I said something the other day, a loving thing, and my son fucking roasted me. He's like, simp. <laughs> Have you guys heard of this thing, simp? I know I'm, I probably sound like an old out-of-touch asshole, but uh, in case you're a little older and more out-of-touch than me, I've heard this for a while now. But I, I've never, it's never been applied to me until uh, a few weeks ago when my son told me that. So basically, a simp in uh, today's lingo, it, it refers to mostly a guy who will do whatever for some chick because, you know, she's hot. And so he'll just do things that, that she asks him to do. So an example would be like, uh, hey, carry my backpack for me to my next class. And the chick's not into you, but you're like, okay because she's hot and so you'll do it for her that's like a simp and like they'll make fun of you for that shit <laughs> so my boy fucking uh i think i was with the wife and i don't know what happened i think i was being extra affectionate to her or something he's like simp it's like what and the wife had no idea like what's that mean and uh i had heard of it before and it's like ah and i explained it she's like oh my god stop that and he's like laughing at me but uh i also brought this up because I, there's another term they're using now and uh, it goes back to something that I discussed in a previous episode. There's a new term, relatively new, called mask fisher. Have you heard of this? Do you know about this? Mask fisher. Basically, it's if someone is wearing a mask and they look attractive, then they take the mask off and it's like, oh, never mind. She's not hot at all. She's a mask fisher. <laughs> so an example would be like uh like two guys like hey you see that chick uh stephanie yeah she's pretty hot nah bro she's a mask fisher i saw her take her mask off and oh man dude no no go oh really <laughs> uh, mask fisher now look i discussed this in detail in depth on one of the episodes, like talking about when you see people with the mask on, they look pretty hot and they take them off and it's like, oh man, no way. 
That's what's going on under the mask. So yeah, now that's there's a new term for that. And there you go. The times uh they are a changing. Uh speaking of which, I gotta tell you something in, in regards to that. I'm home with the family one day and then uh oh. <clears throat> one day I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So why steal them? Well, because he thought it was good sport because some men aren't looking for anything logical. Like money, they can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. So one day, I'm home with the family. I think uh, we're about that. We're making dinner, whatever, in the kitchen. And then my daughter goes, oh my God, I was told like one of the cringiest things ever today. And I was like, you were? She goes, yeah. Oh, and she makes this weird face. And I go, well, what'd you, what were you told? And she's like, one of my friends, she goes. And then she pauses and looks at me and makes this like weird face. I'm like, well, what? She goes, your dad is so hot. And I just started laughing. And I'm like, what? And she goes, and then my other friend said, yeah, he is. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Woo! Oh my God, James! You're talking about underage girls. Yeah, I am. This is a victory for me. Can't you see that? I mean, I'm a 38-year-old guy. All right? Maybe my best years are behind me. (laughs) I'd say so. (laughs) And look, dude, anytime someone says anything, you know, that they find you attractive, of course it's a great feeling. Much like those Asian girls that told me that one time when I was working. You're just, you're so handsome. Yeah, like a movie star. That, that whole thing. That that made me feel great. And don't lie. Anyone, you get flattered if you hear that, right? Doesn't matter who says it. But I thought it was extra funny coming from high school girls. Because I just picture them going like, Ew, ew, he's old and gross. Ew, right? That kind of thing. But no, it's the opposite. Your dad's so hot. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Not because it's a high school girl thing, because I still got it, boys and girls. Barely. It's holding on by a thread, but it's still there. Just enough. It beats, it beats the, uh, the opposite of like, ew, your dad's fucking gross. <laughs> so I will take it, gladly. And the extra sugar on top is the look on my daughter's face when she's telling me this. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, it's great. I fucking love it. And speaking of hot, <clears throat> Segway King. How do you do it, James? No one knows. Uh, speaking of hot, I've been thinking about this topic for a while. I think even I even had it written down in my notes. And then recently, the bearded cunt, shout out to the bearded cunt, he, uh, he sent me a post about Helen Mirren, right? And he's like, yeah, dude, I, I think she's hot or she was hot when she was young or some shit. And then I was like, well, dude, she's hot now. I go for a 76. She, I looked her up. She's 76. You might disagree. You might say, nah, dude, she's not hot. She's gross. <laughs> but look, man, you got you to compare. You got to make a comparison here. She's 76 years old. If you go round up 100 people, all 76 years old and you put them in a lineup and you walk down that line and you're just looking at them and you have your little clipboard and you're remarking which one's hot, which ones are not. Out of 100 people, 76 years old, 
there aren't going to be many that you say are hot. You know, they're mostly going to be saggy and fucking hunched over, wrinkly, right? Compared to all those other 76-year-olds walking around on the street, Helen Mirren's a fucking supermodel. All right? Now, look, I've, I've, I've thought about this long and hard. Sometimes hard, sometimes long. It just, it just depends. I think that with the whole hotness thing, I think there's, a, there's just a, an overall hotness factor, right? Now, I'll take, uh, let's see, let me give you a good example, something current. Uh, let's see, Shania Twain from like 20 years ago. <laughs> 20 years ago Shania Twain was hot as fuck oh my lord that one uh, video that don't impress me much what so you're a rocket scientist that don't impress me all that shit right when she's walking around that desert beautiful woman Woo wee! now look I think that across the board no matter what everyone would say oh yeah she's hot she's hot no doubt about it but that's like in the celebrity world. All right, let's talk about different levels of hotness in the real world. Like if you've seen Helen Mirren walking around in a grocery store, you'd be like, oh, wow, she's fucking hot for an old 76-year-old lady, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, because uh, this, this whole thought came up uh, when I was with the wife one day. We're watching something on TV and Halle Berry was on there. I'm like, oh, man, she's hot. And she's like, what? She's old. And I go, yeah, but she's hot. And she's like, yeah, but she's old. I go, for her age, she's fucking hot. Nah. And I go, how old is she? And I look her up and it's like, oh, she's 55. I'm like, you're telling me, you know, a 55-year-old walking around on the street that uh, they can compare to her? And she's like, I, I don't think she's that hot. I'm like, oh, you're crazy. So I think we need to take a perspective when it comes to hotness. I think we judge too harshly. You know, next time you see, uh, let's see, old uh, Martha, the neighbor, you're like, yeah, she's not so hot. Yeah, but look at her. She's she's uh, 53. She's a housewife. Compared to other 53-year-old housewives, she's hot as fuck. <laughs> old Martha over there. Look, she's got it going on. All right? I think we need to apply this kind of logic. Because Martha, compared to Halle Berry, not a chance. But Martha, compared to the rest of the old ladies in the PTA meetings, oh man, she's got it going on. Perspective, boys and girls. All right, and I think now would be a great time to check in with our radio affiliate to take a look at sports. K-G-A-Y, And now for your K-Gay Sports Report, we take you live to sports expert Dan Drizzles. A naked defensive lineman for the NFL was arrested after he assaulted an officer. He went for the sack. And that was your KK Sports Report brought to you by Jamesy Boo's Tasty Nuts. Mmm, those nuts sure are tasty. K-G-A-Y, K-Gay. And now it's time for another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor. Some would even argue the greatest actor to ever grace the screen. One might wonder what the Sylvester Stallone was cast in a movie, as opposed to the actor that was actually in the movie. Would it have been better? Well, today we find out the answer to that very question. 
when we place Sylvester Stallone in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, playing Michael Turney's character of Danny Pennington. And here it goes. How can a face so young wear so many burdens? Hey, you're like, so you can talk, you know? Yes, and I can also listen. Some say that the path from inner turmoil begins with a friendly ear. My ear is open, if you care to use it. Hey, you're like, nah, I don't think so. What is your name? Hey, like Danny. And have you no one to go to, Danny? No parent? Hey, you're like, my dad can care less about me, you know? I doubt that is true. Hey, you're like, why, you know? All fathers care for their sons. Oh. You know? Well, I for one think it's abundantly clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the character of Danny Pennington. But alas, it was not meant to be. Thank you for joining us on another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. All right, and now it's time to start closing the show out with a little segment I like to call I Fancy That. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. It's I Fancy That. Fancy Times, everybody. All right, I Fancy That is a segment in which I talk about something that I fancy. Something that I like. Something I appreciate. Something nice and good. Aw. All right. First up, okay, there's a show on Apple TV. It's called The Shrink Next Door. I have only heard one person talk about this show, and they talked about it in a good way, which got my interest piqued because the person that recommended it is someone that whose taste I think I trust. And I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot because I just got Apple TV recently because I wanted to watch the Ted Lasso's season two. Because uh, my wife had the free membership for a while, and then we saw season one, and then it expired, and now I gotta get it again. Season two. Oh, so that's another one I can add. Ted Lasso season two. Add that to the fancies. That was good. Yeah, it's a pretty good show. Uh, and then I I discussed this with Peterson, but he had no fucking idea what I was talking about. There's an episode. No spoilers. There's an episode on the Ted Lasso season two, and uh, there's a guy, the uh, coach Beard, the guy that has the beard. Kind of looks like the bearded cunt, if I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, he has his own episode where uh, it kind of just follows him along on this crazy journey. And dude, it's it's pretty fucking... It's like... It's not like any other episode. And so I kind of appreciated it. It's kind of wild. But uh, that show, check it out. I fancy that. Uh, so yeah, The Shrink Next Door. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not into spoilers, so you know, fear not. It's... It's with uh, Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell. Now, how have you not heard about this show, right? Maybe you have. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too presumptuous. But I'm going to tell you something, man. Again, no spoilers. These fucking two really killed it 
They really knocked it out of the park. Paul Rudd seems to be pretty much the same kind of character in every movie he's in. You know, lovable, fucking wisecracking type guy. Uh, but dude, he totally veers off his normal path with this show. He's fucking great. Same thing with Will Ferrell. You know, this this dude just killed the fucking role, in my opinion. And it's a, it's a you know it's a comedy, but it's a it's mostly played straight. It's a drama, but uh, holy shit, dude, these two fucking nailed it. Very impressed, and it's really well done. Uh, I really enjoyed the show, and it's it's kind of like it's kind of like a twist on anything you've ever seen because it's pretty unique, uh, and I really dug it. So check it out. I mean, it's it's a it's kind of a slow burn, but it's so worth it. So worth it. So um, Ted Lasso, The Shrink Next Door, they're both on Apple TV. All right, while we're on the streamings, you ever been snooping around through the libraries and like, what do I feel like watching? And you just stumble upon something you've never, ever heard of. And like, this seems like it's pretty interesting. This seems okay. So that's what happened to me. I'm perusing around through the Amazon Prime video bullshit. And uh, I happen to stumble upon The Wave. I'm like... Okay, what's this? And it's uh, it, the the image got me, you know, got me interested. And it has a uh, Justin Long, you know that guy. And so I'm reading the description again, no spoilers, but from what I read in the description, real quick, I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. So I, right away, I looked on the Rotten Tomatoes to see what the score is. If it's total dog shit, I'm just gonna keep going, right? But it had decently good reviews. I'm like, oh, okay, let's do it. And man, oh man, was it a fucking delightful surprise. The wife and I both really dug it. So, The Wave. It's a fucking wild movie. It's a wild ride. If you're into that, by all means, give it a watch. Yeah, The Wave, Amazon Prime. It's like it's not even that long. It's like an hour and a half or some shit. But it's fun. Go for it. All right, now that all that's out of the way, here's the real fancy. Oh, I like this one. Check this out. Now, this is real. This is real life. Not me. But real nonetheless, allegedly. <laughs> so this Drake character, you know him? I guess he's from Degrassi. He might have had uh, some songs or something, but from famous from Degrassi. So he meets this chick, and uh, it says an Instagram model. Why? Why? Why do you gotta? Why do you gotta say Instagram model? That's so fucking stupid. I mean, that's not. Is that a real thing? Like, if you're a model, you're getting paid. For people to take photos of you for various reasons. You're a model. You're modeling. <laughs> and you're getting paid. The Instagram model, are they getting paid? I mean, is this just a chick taking photos and then like saying, oh, and posting them like, oh, look, I'm a model? Or is she legit getting paid for it? I don't fucking know. But every time I've heard about this, it's always an Instagram model, an Instagram model. Like, okay, all right, relax. They're not even naming who the fuck it is. We don't even know. All right. Who cares? Anyway, here's what happened. So this guy, this guy, Drake from uh, Degrassi, he's with this Instagram model. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't like hearing that. You know, this guy, Drake, uh, he's with a girl from Instagram that posts photos of herself. All right. That's better. So he takes her back to a hotel room and he starts to fondle her and whatnot. All consensual, by the way. And then he excuses himself and goes to the bathroom and he comes out wearing a condom. I thought this was a strange move. Why not just put the condom on right there in the bed? Why do you got to leave and then make some kind of grand entrance? (laughs) 
So anyway, he comes out and uh, they get going. They do their thing. And it, it, you know, this, from what I heard, it lasts 20 minutes. I don't know why that's important, but uh, I guess it is. I guess to show that he's no, he's no slouch, all right? 20 minutes is nothing to scoff at. So anyway, he's done. He reaches climax. And he goes and he, he excuses himself once again. And he goes to the bathroom to, I guess, clean himself up. And then afterwards, the, the woman follows after he comes out of the bathroom. She goes in. And uh, shortly afterwards, he hears what I'm imagining as, that kind of thing. And he, he uh, quickly goes to her aid. Oh, what seems to be the problem here? Lady that takes pictures of herself and posts them on the internet. Not professionally. And uh, she's, she's having burning sensations in her vagina. No, not because she has an STD. Because she attempted to pour Drake's semen inside of her to get pregnant. Oh, boy. Because uh, she, she fished out the, the condom from the, from the trash can which he tied off. She, uh, she undid it and tried to pour the contents inside of herself so she can trap this motherfucker with a baby. You believe this? But no, he had a countermeasure, this fella. He's a, he's a trickster. Before he tied off the condom and threw it in the trash can, he, he filled it with hot sauce. <laughs> ah. In an attempt to poison and kill all of those seeds swimming around in there, all right? Which leads me to, to, uh, to, the, to the thought. Is that why Tabasco or Tapatio makes that small little tiny one? You ever seen that tiny little one? Is that why they do that? It's semen killer? Not only is it travel size, so you can uh, pour it on your breakfast burrito, but just in case you have sexy time with some stranger that posts photos of herself on the internet for no profit, in case you have to... Uh, Pour that into a condom to kill the seed. Now, pretty genius, maybe. Or is it stupid? You be the judge. Um, so from what I hear, don't know if this is accurate, but do you remember that guy Tom Likas? Blow me up, Tom, you know? Remember that guy? He was on the radio, and he was famous for uh, really being sexist and show and telling guys how women work and how they can get how they can get laid and you know, the games that women play and he would give advice and stuff. And it's, it was pretty damn funny, dude. It was pretty entertaining. And he wound up being some fat slob, always talking about how many chicks he can bang and this and that. But yeah, he, and he's got money. And I think he even acknowledged that. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he had this whole deal. And he even had Flash Fridays where you, you drive around with your brights on or your headlights on and women will flash your, their tits at you, that kind of thing. So it was all fun and games. And allegedly, he advised that people should do this. You should, you should fill your condoms with hot sauce to kill the seed. Now, who knows if that's where you heard this from, but that's what he did. And this chick wound up falling for it. Now, I got some questions here myself. Now, first he fished the condom out of the trash can and you undo it. Don't you see that it's tinted like a reddish-orangey color? <laughs> Isn't that alarming to you? Isn't your first assumption, oh man, this guy's got a problem. He's got fucking blood in his in his semen. That's not cool. Which would raise some red flags. <laughs> Pun intended. 
and then he probably wouldn't carry out with it. Uh, I don't know, dude. Was it in the dark? And if it is in the dark, why are you doing that in the dark? It doesn't make much sense to me. But anyway, she did it nonetheless, and uh, it you know started burning her insides. Now, look, the other questions are, if you're Drake, and if you're so concerned with your seed getting out, why not just flush the condom down the toilet? Now, the answer to that might be, because you don't want to have any plumbing issues, and then, you know... You're all over the fucking front page like, oh, Drake's, Drake had a plumbing backup because he uh, flushed a condom in the drain, that kind of thing. I mean, if you're in a hotel and it's pretty strong pressure, you know those toilets, they suck pretty good. Uh, you might be fine. I'm sure they're used to that. So just go and do that. But if not, if you're concerned that uh, you might clog the plumbing, why don't you just fucking drain the condom into the toilet? And then fill up the condom with water and rinse it out a bit and then throw it in the trash. Then there's nothing for her to get. Huh? What about that? Pouring hot sauce in it seems kind of fucking weird. For one, you got to carry hot sauce around with you. <laughs> and then you got to pour it in there. Then you got to tie it off. It's like extra steps. I don't, I don't know, dude. So there's an argument because after this whole thing, she's trying to sue him for all this shit. And which too many people are like, how the fuck, how, how is she going to sue someone for you trying to steal his seed and pour it in yourself and have a baby in this such a sneaky way, right? You're trying to trap this dude. How are you going to sue this guy? Now I heard the argument because, because he didn't just flush the, the condom or drain the condom and then dispose of it afterwards. It's like he has mal intent. Like he had a feeling she might try that. And it's like, Haha, I'm going to get you lady. In which case, he, she has a case. Isn't that fucking wild? So he has malintent. And they, uh, the, the, the talk I heard was comparing it to like, if someone's known to uh, take your lunch out of the fridge and eat that lunch, and then you fucking put laxative in it, or you put some kind of fucking rat poison in that food, and it's like, well, that's my food. Why are you eating it? Well, it's because you, you know the person was possibly going to eat it. So now that you've poisoned that food, now you have this malintent. And so now you're on the hook for it. So this is like the same kind of thing. Like, oh, I had a feeling she might take my shit. So I just, I fucking poured a hot sauce in it. (laughs) That'll teach her. I mean, it's a crazy fucking argument because on one hand, it's like, you know, that's a crazy bitch up to no good. Trying to, trying to fuck you up for 18 years, man, out of a whole fuckload of money. She got what she had coming to her. Pun intended. And, uh, but on the other hand, it's like, well, you're being a fucking dick. If you, th- if you thought that was her plan and you set a little booby trap, I don't know, dude. I don't know. That's a really gray area. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine if she wins? It's like the same kind of bullshit like if someone fucking is breaking into your house and they fall and hurt themselves and they're going to sue you. You know, you, didn't, uh, you, you weren't up to code <laughs> with whatever. And I hurt myself breaking into your house. It's so fucking bullshit. Oh, boy. But it's wild, man. Wild shit. What a fucked up time to be a celebrity. Man, could you imagine back in like this Frank Sinatra days? These guys are banging broads like crazy. No social media. No fucking crazy lawyers, lawsuits. That must have been the best time to be a celebrity. 
Jesus Christ, dude. You can't do anything nowadays without being ratted on or fucking videoed or whatever. Ah, that George Orwell story, 1984, it's here. It's already here. And you know what? It's not Big Brother doing it to us. It's us doing it to ourselves. We're the ones fucking filming each other and posting it. A bunch of morons. We're doing their job for them. <laughs> Way to go. Well done. <laughs> what a wild fucking time to be alive. Oh, boy. Wait a minute. Was this, my, this wasn't my fuck you, huh? This was my fancy? <laughs> I went off on a whole negative thing. Wait, I'm supposed, to, I'm supposed to like this? Now that I've talked about it openly and I uh, really, really explored a lot of these ideas, I don't think I fancy this anymore. But uh, I guess I already started it. Um, all right, this whole uh, Tabasco condom fiasco. Uh, I fancy that. Uh, okay. All right, and now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the fuck you moment. And here we go. Alright, the fuck you is the opposite of fancy. It's where I get to be negative again. You thought I was going to end on a positive note. You fool. Alright, fuck you is the opposite. I talk about something negative. Something that makes me angry. Something that really grinds my gears. But I'm going to tell you something, man. I think that's the first time in Danger History that I started with a fancy. And then I wound up saying, like, I'm not really happy with this, actually. (laughs) I thought it was a funny story to begin with. That whole uh, hot sauce and the condom deal. But uh, afterwards, uh, fuck that lady. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So, so, uh uh-huh. <clears throat> the fuck you goes to a fuck that lady fucking dumbass bitch fucking crooked ass bitch stupid ass bitch uh yeah fuck her piece of shit and uh next up <clears throat> fuck you to Lido. that's right the boy wonder sidekick himself that's right Lido. go fuck yourself <laughs> because the raiders took down the chargers oh in the wild card game that's right the first time these teams met the Chargers whipped the Raiders, and it was a sad day. And I've heard shit talk from this fuck um, eh, often, once in a while. So when the rematch came, and this was the fucking wild card game to see who goes into the playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs? So now the stakes were higher. And oh my God, was it a fucking great game. I'm not kidding you, dude. One of the greatest games I've ever seen. It was fantastic. It uh so here here's let me set the stage for you. Raiders Raiders versus Chargers. So one team wins, the other one goes home. But what in a crazy turn of events, if they both happen to tie, they both get into the playoffs. Can you believe that? So at the end of the game, it's fucking tied and it goes into overtime. And then it's going back and forth, right? It's like nail biter. Like who the hell's going to pull this shit off? It can go either way. And then at the very end of the fucking game, the Raiders kick a field goal and win it. And send the Chargers home. Go fuck yourselves, man. Oh, happy day. You know, in a tie, the Raiders still would have went into the play- playoff. They still would have went in. But just the fact that they said fuck you to the Chargers and they sunk that field goal to send them packing. Oh, it was so lovely. Oh, fuck you, Chargers. Fuck you, Lido. And the, and the feed afterwards was dead silent. Nothing to say. Nothing to say. And then the Raiders wound up losing the first game after that. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You know what? 
It was a rough season for the Raid for the Raiders. It was a rough season. I think I covered it in a couple podcasts ago. Uh they they had they had no positive looks towards the future a while back, but uh, look at that. They made it to the playoffs. So it doesn't matter, dude. Uh as long as they beat the Chargers, that fucking made me happy. That was fantastic. Oh, that was such a great feeling. So uh yeah, that's it. That's basically it. So fuck you to the Chargers. Big fat fuck you to Lido and Felipe fail they're both charger fans so uh you can go fuck yourselves but um yeah that's about it that's all i got should i say it one more time because i like hearing it fuck you to the chargers for losing and going home season over sorry motherfuckers and also a big fat fuck you to Lido. you hear that Lido? fuck you Lido. Lido. fuck you Lido. did you hear that fuck you fuck you i fuck you Alright, and that's gonna do it. That's gonna do it. Another one in the books. Thank you for listening. It's been an absolute joy. There's no other way I like to spend my day off in the morning than drinking some black coffee and screaming and yelling at you. We've learned a lot today, folks. We've been on a journey. We've uh, we've cried. We've laughed. We've looked off into the distance and really pondered deep thinks. And uh, so forth. So, thank you for coming along on my audio journey through podcast land. And please enjoy the rest of your day. Don't do anything stupid. Okay? Make smart decisions. Make smart choices. Be the best version of yourself that you can be. Okay? And as always, I'll leave you with the same fantastic advice. And that's simpler. Stay dangerous, my friends. <laughs> Later. Later.